Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we're about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey, y'all. This is April. And this is Caroline. This is your bloody happy hour. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today's the day. Today is the day. It is Turn Up Tuesday. So all of our um, OG listeners, thank you guys for tuning in twice a week. We hope you're loving this extra bonus episode that we give you guys. But for new listeners... When you listen on a Tuesday, you're going to get a quickie, is what we call it, mm-hmm. and you're going to get all the updated true crime news. You are. Um, Caroline's basically Nancy Grace. Uh, yes. People call me that. And we will always keep you updated. So that's what Tuesday is. Thursdays are normal episodes. So if you just want to hear a story, you tune in on our Thursday episodes if you love knowing on with knowing what's going on, then you tune in to Tuesday. There you go. She's right. Yeah. You said it perfectly. Um, who is our sponsor for this episode, Caroline? Oh, it's um Four Sigmatic. Which is basically French for uh it's really good for you. Really? Yeah. Really good for that you. That is. So if you don't know what it is, this is or how it started is way back in the day. In Finland, actually, there was a shortage during WW2. Oh, wow. Look how I fixed that. (laughs) World War II? (laughs) Um, And there was a coffee shortage. So in lieu of brewing coffee. They did use mushrooms. Yes. (gasps) And everybody hallucinated. Oh, my gosh. Not really. Actually, people got smarter, more productive. Their houses were cleaner. Like, there was just... Clarity, mental focus, and so now it's a business. That's this is how I live my life now because I'm taking the four sigmatic. Yeah, mainly the cacao. The cacao. (laughs) I got some in my car right now. So if they don't like coffee, and if they don't want to try the cacao, Caroline, (laughs) what else can they try? Protein, elixirs, super powders, and blends. All these things that. If you don't want to drink it, drink coffee, you can add them to like your tea or your smoothies or whatever you want to so that you can still get those benefits. Mm, That's exactly right. How do they get our discount? Um, All you have to do is go to go.forsigmatic.com slash happy hour. Happy hour. That gets you 30 freaking percent off. That's better than Black Friday. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. basically. Um, um, I, I had 
to put some Four Sigmatic and my Deep Eddie's vodka last night. So that I so could you would have all the mental clarity <laughs> and focus while and no brain buzz, fog while getting a buzz so I can finish the story that I have for Thursday. Oh, wow. Yeah. I okay. should do that. I should start doing that. You should. I mean, I did take my ginkgo bonobola today. Okay. So I feel like that's why I'm extra focused. Let's do it. Because I forgot about the, my four sigmatic. So tell us what's going on. Okay. In the news, first of all, um, just recently announced was um, Alec Baldwin. He's going to be charged for involuntary manslaughter for the murder of Hutchins. Hutchins? Oh my gosh, I can't think of it. Is this the one that was on Uh, the set? Helena Hutchins, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Really? On the set of that movie, Rust. Yeah. And it's been going on for like years. But today it was, it came out that he's going to be charged. So we'll see. That's kind of sad. Well, somebody has to be charged. She didn't just do it herself. And, you know, if people, like, if you have a drunk driving accident or if you ran over somebody in a car, like, and you kill them, that's involuntary manslaughter. I know, but he was just using a prop it for wa- a... Well... Right? Ha- well, how did the trigger get pulled? And why was it loaded? Because in the scene, it says, pull the trigger, and so he did, but it doesn't mean But it's he a real it. gun. So he are they saying he shouldn't have pulled the trigger? Yeah, like he he. They shouldn't. Apparently, have it. you it shouldn't. Should have been a real gun. That's why it's him and another person who are oh. both being charged. I didn't say that. Okay. Sorry. Yes, it's him oh, it and like, like the prop person, oh. because it was both them. And apparently, the like biggest rule on the set of a movie is never point the gun at the person. Like, don't ever point the gun at the person. How about don't have a real gun? I don't or a loaded gun. You, well. Maybe we need to go shoot some movies because clearly we're smarter than them. Watch it have been like the janitor or like the backlights person that just wanted to do something. Did it on like sabotage somebody? Yeah, that's speaking crazy. of sabotage. Well, do we want to do the BK warrant or do you want to go straight Walsh. to? Anna Walsh. Um, either one. They're both probably juicy. Okay. Well, since we're speaking of what I think is some kind of cover up. Okay. We're going to go to Anna, Anna Walsh. So what we recently discovered is that he, what we finished off with him. Like being arrested, but it wasn't for murder. Right. So he's now been charged for the murder of her. So yes. if you don't know the backstory, go listen to our uh, quickie from last week that yes. we did. Because we, she goes, April went through a lot of it. And so now I'm going through this other part. Because it's continued. It's continued. So there's been several new pieces of evidence that were revealed. Um, and Brian Walsh now faces these new charges. One of them's murder and the murder of his wife, Anna Walsh. Um, they, he went to a hearing where he was wearing the same nasty ass gray shirt (laughs) that he's been wearing for two weeks now. And they said that he will have no bail and they started reading all the things. So a little bit of a background on what we know up until now is, uh, Anna Washer's reported missing January 4th. She hasn't been seen since New Year's day. Brian was arrested on January 8th for misleading the police investigation. He was charged with her murder on January 18th. He 
is also awaiting a sentence in federal case involving involving fake Andy Warhol paintings and was supposed to report his planned movements mm-hmm. to the police. Investigators say they found a video of him making an unplanned trip to a hardware store where he bought $450 worth of cleaning supplies. You could have just gone dollar store. It would have been much cheaper. Yeah. Um, and these items that he bought include a Tyvek suit with boot covers, mops, buckets, what? goggles, baking soda, tape, a hatchet, and more. I didn't know it was that suit. All while wearing a face mask and rubber gloves. And rubber gloves <laughs> while he's checking out. In the store. And prosecutors said that blood and a knife with blood on it were found in the basement of the home of the Walsh family, the, the home that they were renting. Okay. Ten bags of evidence found during a search at a transfer station in Peabody included Anna Walsh's COVID-19 vaccination card, a necklace matching the one she was known to wear, a hacksaw, and a hatchet. And many of these items had blood on them, and they're connected to the Walsh's through DNA. And also, DNA. This is, is a very, very, very fast getting DNA match back. Yeah. Typically, it's like one to two months. And they're where? It, that's in fast. Boston? And then this took a week. A Boston, right? They're in Boston? Massachusetts. So they're all. And you would think there's a ton backlogged. Well, just wait till I tell you my theory. Um, then we have the internet searches. Did you hear about these internet searches? Well, I knew it was the 115-pound one. Just wait. Just Wait. Um, the Department of Children and Families has taken custody of the couple's three kids. So they were going through these pieces of evidence. So there's a the a length of internet searches, and they all started the early morning of January 1st. Now, let me just tell you a few of them. First of all, they were all done from his son's iPad. Okay. So he... I guess he used the iPad to make all these searches, all these Google searches. Okay. I I guess that he thought that they weren't going to look at it for the son's iPad. Um, I, I guess so too, but these are all the, this is when he started searching for things. 4.55 4.55 a.m., 4.58 a.m., 5.20 a.m., oh, 5.47, 6.25. These are the times, okay? Now, a few of the searches that I included, even though we'll go with How long before a body starts to smell? Oh, God. Okay. So, how to stop a body from decomposing? Oh. Ten ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. <laughs> Like, what kind of search is that? <laughs> Can you throw away body parts? How long does DNA last? Is it better to throw away crime scene clothes or wash them? How long for somebody to be missing to inherit? How to embalm a body? What does formaldehyde do? Like, was he planning on embalming her? <laughs> and who Googles things that are this extensive and yeah. specific? I mean, and there's, there's so much more than this. Like, there's tons and tons and tons of questions. Uh, uh, can you be charged with murder without a body? 
Can you identify the body with broken teeth? What happens to hair on a dead body? What is the rate of decomposition of a body found in a plastic bag compared to on surface in, uh, to a wow. surface in the woods? Can baking soda make a body smell? Like what? <laughs> For three days. So he's just over here searching. I don't know when he even had time to dismember her body. He's over here on Google. That's why he had the iPad so it could be mobile. I with guess him. so. So this is where my conspiracy theory comes in. Okay. Back in April, do you remember a story about these two guys that were indicted and arrested for impersonating federal officers? No. Okay. So these guys lived in this building and this is in like, it's like up in the Massachusetts DC. I don't know what's Mm -hmm. whatever is up there. It's, Government close to like a bunch of um, the journalists would live there and a lot of people who worked up and it was near the Capitol. Okay. So these two guys lived in this building. These two guys who are impersonating these federal agents. This is the building that Anna Walsh was a manager at. Okay. They had five penthouses and they lived rent free for two years. They were impersonating police officers, Homeland Security agents, and Secret Service. I don't know what they were doing, what, why they're indicted, but one of them was convicted and is like currently awaiting a sentencing. And I don't know what happened with the other one. It's just a very strange situation. Mm-hmm. They had all this ammo. They had all like everything. They had body armor. They had just it was this these rooms, these penthouses, just full of this stuff. They were. They were, they had spy equipment. They like got accused of like voyeurism and like, like they had cameras inside other people's rooms outside. I mean, everything. They had codes to get into all these other rooms in this apartment complex. I mean, it's like they were, it was this whole other level. So another thing that she is connected to is not only these guys, but there were also four other secret service agents who worked directly for the white house who had been also lived in that building. Okay. Actually real, real, real agents. These people were angry with her. The secret service people. Yeah. Yes. The and real ones or the fake ones? The real ones and now the fake ones. Because apparently she's getting word on what, like, I, I don't, this is all, it's. She's getting word on what? She's getting word on, their, like, what's going on. Like, that these people are spying on, like, that there's cameras everywhere and she's finding out this stuff. But she's, like, talking about it. She's not keeping quiet. Like, I guess uh, you're supposed to not talk about it. G14 classified. Yes, yes. And so th- the basically what I was reading is that this is this this just adds to the list of people who would want her to disappear. Okay. So now there's these suspicious circumstances that surround this case, not to say that it they have anything to do with each other, but it's just red flags. It's red flags and now you have even more like why are the secrets? Why are the real Secret Service people mad at her for knowing about this stuff? Oh, probably because for talking the, about it. it yeah, okay, yeah. Why are you mad at telling, at trying to be like, hey, these people are fake and they're impersonating officers and they have all this stuff? Oh, it's because the FBI is crooked and corrupt. 
Mm. Hey, I'm in the FBI. I, and shit exactly. like this. Um, takes okay. conspiracy theorists no, yeah. to a whole nother level. Oh, I, don't worry. I'm going to get a little bit worse. <laughs> so then you go to, you think about, okay, these Google searches. They Why were there so many, like, random searches? What Were they planted? Did the FBI really make these searches? But then you're like, okay, well, what about the $450 worth of stuff that he clearly bought? Well, what if? So, okay, first the husband has this ankle monitor, mm-hmm. right? They can track him everywhere. How do you get rid of a body when you clearly have an ankle monitor when you your movements are tracked? Yeah. Well, that's because you had help from the FBI and they got rid of the body. But also, he has this ankle monitor for this art fraud or whatever. So now we know that the FBI is corrupt and shady like we talked about. But if they got him to start working for them. Okay. And then that way they got him to, they had to, they were like, you need to disappear. You need to make Anna disappear. Uh-huh. And so then... Th- th- this is how they get him to go out and buy these things and do this. And maybe then he gets arrested. And that's why he's smiling when he's coming out and he's like, Oh shit, I done. And like, mm, uh-huh. I knew this is what was going to happen. Lo and behold, it's, it does seem very clear that the husband is the low hanging fruit and he's the one who's going to get pinned for it. for it. It's, it's a simple answer. That's typically true. But what would be interesting was if you had a defense attorney who was going off on these conspiracy theories mm-hmm. and was like... Because that will raise a reasonable doubt. Oh, yeah. And they're like, they disposed of the body. That's why they never found one. This guy's being railroaded, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, I don't know. So this is what... That was conspiracy corner. Um, <laughs> we should probably do that more often because it's kind of fun. But the what, what, what the... Uh, Final word on everything, I guess, was that they said that investigators obtained several new pieces of video evidence and from hours and days after she was allegedly killed. And then it shows Brian straining. uh, This is on video. It shows Brian straining to place um, large trash bags in dumpsters at several different apartment complexes and that most likely the dumpsters, the trash was taken out and then they were incinerated before yeah. investigators yeah. could recover them. Hmm. Once again, who could have done that? Who could have had that dumpster taken out right away and had that body incinerated? Hmm. Sounds like a little bit of corruption. Caroline is the one not to have on the jury because she's the one that could be the most corrupt corner. <laughs> oh, I, I, you, I would be the best one to have on the jury <sighs> for the defense, I guess. Okay, mm-hmm. let's quickly hit on uh, BK Brian Koberger. So they had this warrant, the search warrant that was unsealed, and I think that recently there was the this news report from people magazine that um brian was following the three of the girls on instagram now this isn't those fake accounts that were yeah came out afterwards this was apparently uh, they're just a more like kind of reliable source that it came from so uh, i heard that the reason this search weren't because it was sealed it was supposed to be sealed until like march but they wanted to get it out there because those rumors about the instagram messages started coming out so they wanted to get this out there to like 
stop those rumors. And, and, but, like, and I thought like a, an investigator actually like leaked it. Well, that then, yeah. Yeah, okay. That, that must have been. Because I didn't know. And so he's supposed to be getting in trouble. Well, he should. Yeah, so then they had to let all this stuff out that should be G14 classified. Exactly. They had to let it out. Yeah. yeah. That makes, yep. So this warrant contained new details of what they found. It also alleges that BK pre-planned the ambush and had studied other murders and how to avoid detection as part of his preparations. Well. So according to Crime Online and, well, probably. (laughs) He probably brought it with him. He probably videoed the whole thing. According to Crime Online and CBS News, this is what they say. An affidavit seeking the search warrant reads... The murder, the murders appear to have been planned rather than a crime that happened in a moment of conflict because the victim's home contained a significant amount of blood splatter and cast off. Investigators told the court that they believe um, they would find some of that evidence transferred into BK's apartment. So once inside his apartment, police found what they're looking for. Officers say that based on the suspect's vehicle and the suspect's phone immediately following the murders, it is probable that BK went home after the killings and it's likely that he still had blood or trace evidence on his person, including skin cells from or hair from the victims or from Kaylee Gonzalez's dog. Mm. These were the items that they listed in the warrant that they specifically found. One, nitrite. I've, I've read nitrite or nitrile. It's a type of a black glove. Okay. It's basically um, a, it's not a late, it's like a, if you're the yellow dishwashing glove. Yeah. Like that. Oh, okay. Apparently it's tear proof and chemical proof. Mm. And uh, it's more, yeah, it's more resistant compared to like a latex or a vinyl glove. Okay. So it's more sturdy. Um, one Walmart res- recipe <laughs> receipt <laughs> with one Dickies tag. Okay. Oh, he some dickies? Well, that he did wear dark clothing, so maybe dark dickies. Two Marshall's receipts, so maybe his van shoes. <laughs> I don't know. A couple pair, maybe some more pants, dark shirts. Uh, dust container from Bissell Power Force vacuum. Mm-hmm. So hair, bodily fluids, maybe. And then it says eight possible hair strands. One fire stick TV with cord and plug. I mean, Why? maybe he's wa- maybe he's watching some murder shows. Huh. Hmm. One possible animal hair strand. Murphy the dog. Then it says one possible hair, one possible hair, one possible hair. One. Po- it has all these listed as different ones. So I guess they found several different one possible hairs. Uh, one computer stand. You know what that is? Because oh, I, I just they said a computer tower tower. tower yeah. yeah. Remember that big box thing? I, yes, somebody had to, to tell computer. me yesterday because I had I was like I thought it was just like a stand-up desk, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not. It's yeah. actual like mo- that little modem. Mo- the it's a big box, screen, but that big like you would used to put your little disc in it uh-huh. or whatever the thing. Or CDs. And then it said one collection of dark dark red spot collected without testing. Two cuttings from uncased pillow of reddish brown stain. Okay. And then the last one was two top and bottom of mattress cover package separately, both labeled. <laughs> C oh. for testing. I thought I thought it said mattress cut. I think I typed it. Two. Uh, 
I thought it did say like they just cut the top of the yeah, mattress the, uh, and the bottom of the mattress. That's what verbally. Uh, this is from the, what's listed, but I think they maybe went into specifics. But yeah, they cut pieces of the mattress. They had pieces of like a pillowcase. They had pieces. Of, they just cut pieces of like dark red spots out. I guess to go then test it for DNA and blood <coughs> and all that stuff. Um, and. They listed what they were looking for, which was a long list of things, but mainly they were there looking for blood, human tissue, knives, sheaths, sharp tools, daggers, any images, digital or paper um, of the victims and or of the house, etc. And that's, I mean, pretty wow. much what we got going on. But some uh, things I was listening to, they talked about oh, wait, how... Wait, but him messaging 15 oh, messages in... Oh, was it 15? Seven or fifteen, you know me and my random numbers. Yeah, but there were a lot of messages in her message received Re- Instagram account. Requested, but they didn't say who? Like, re- yeah, yeah, message request. So they didn't say who she might he might have messaged, but and they didn't say that it seemed like he was angry that she wasn't responding because she, she did not respond. Yeah, but he was real persistent in yeah. these messages. Yeah. So BK was messaging one of the victims. One or more. I, was it more? It was at least it was at least one. Yeah. I, I think it was they just said one. Um but the whoever whichever victim it was never responded. Um yeah, because it likely just went into that requested box. A lot of people are saying, uh-huh. you know, think it's Kayla, Kaylee, 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 because she had like the overkill. But now a lot of people are thinking it might have been Maddie because Maddie would have been at a restaurant that uh-huh. he w- could have attended because they have a big vegan menu. Um, I I know that's what I said that, at Mad Greek. That's yeah, where Mad two Greek. of them worked. Where Maddie and Zana worked and there Zana. at Mad Greek. And then I was thinking, if he is a z- incel and he hates Chad's and Stacy's, he would have been extra mad at the girlfriend and the boyfriend. Yeah. This was what I, I saw. Somebody said, people have asked me why I think Kaylee was the target in Idaho. And it says a few things. Kaylee told her friends she had a stalker. Kaylee's dad said she had a stalker. The manager at the vape shop said that Kaylee had a stalker. Mm-hmm. Kaylee... Said a stalker made her feel uncomfortable. Tons of issues with the stalker three weeks before the murders. Uh, she ran into him at the corner club. She ran into him at the corner club. Police immediately said uh, it was an isolated incident with no broader threat. Uh, her brand new car was parked out in front. So he killer either knew that her car was knew that was her car and he wasn't deterred from entering. He knew that that was her. Um, police called it a targeted event. Killer went to the third floor first. Um, just a lot of did Kaylee? Her father said there was a connection. So all these different times, they're going back and like this is why they think Kaylee would be it's the Kaylee. target. Yeah. Um, is Kaylee the one? I, she's the blonde hair with the big eyes. Is she the one that lived there or that was visiting? Well, she had lived there, she but used she to live she there. Ha, she had just moved out. Moved out. That's right. And she was go, the one who just had a, a job. She was about to go take a, her new job in Austin. Okay. I th- I thought Kaylee and her and still live there and Zana was the one that was coming to visit. So nope, I had Zana was a junior. Okay. Okay. Wow. I, I know their whole profile. <laughs> I don't know. I can't I don't know how you still don't. Always developing. 
always developing. Well, that was good. So there you have it. There's Conspiracy Corner. And now a word from our sponsors. I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about. Bros, Foes, and Heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of, and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story. And just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden yeah. Age stuff is always the best. And we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness yeah. of everything. Yeah, that's right. So subscribe today and uh, follow us on Instagram at Bros Bros Heroes. And if you don't, I know where you live. Not really, but please subscribe. <laughs> Bros and Bros and Heroes. Gonna tell you about pros and foes and heroes. Gonna tell you about. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music. And we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine Wine and vinyl. So check us out on RogueMediaNetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot. <laughs> Welcome to One Star Rewind a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners who will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story.
That was good stuff. There you have it, people. You guys are in the know. So, new listeners, thank you for tuning in. We hope you come back. We hope you tell a friend. And we hope you go on and rate us, review us, and subscribe to us. Caroline, um, where should they go to follow us on all the platforms? Um, you can go to Instagram. You can follow us on Facebook. You can. Those are the two best places to do that. Um, comment, talk about things. We post on the stories all the time. You can email us if you have anything cool to email us. April usually sees the emails. I typically don't. Um, and go rate, re- rate, review, and subscribe. All right, y'all. Don't forget to stay aware. Stay alive. Always be DTF. We will see y'all Thursday. Bye. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.